Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by the gorgeous Cheryl Hall. Welcome back, love. Oh, Deepa, did you have a nice tinkle break? Because I did. Yeah, I did. I have. Oh, I love a good wee, mate. Honestly, it's one of life's <laughs> small pleasures, isn't it? <laughs> Things that bring you joy. you got to do it. It's been thin on the ground the past year, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got to take it where you could get it. That's it. Fucking love a good wee. In more wee. ways than one. <laughs> Yeah, I know in, in the first part, I jumped all over the place trying to hear about everything because I was just so excited. But let me, let me go, let me rewind, let me go back. And I want to know, the, I want to know how Cheryl Hall was born. Like, tell me about how you properly got into drag. Well, it was a sunny Monday morning in Essex. <laughs> yeah. It was about 9.15. At, no, oh, you're not talking about the real birth. <laughs> no, no, but I do want to know whereabouts in Essex as well, though. Uh, I'm a Chelmsford girl, born and bred. Yes, which, queen! Which is the birthplace of radio, which is the only good thing to come out of Chelmsford since me. So, <laughs> no, so, uh, so I was drunk with my best friend who put me into drag uh already precious, love this story already precious cargo it. is mm-hmm. her drag name and mm-hmm. uh we were just listening to girls aloud add a couple of gins it was four mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning and we were just coming up with punny names and it was just like the minute i heard it it just stuck and it was perfect yeah. and it was right because there uh-huh. are so many queens that go through a journey of different names to get to where they are right and okay. i just was like cheryl hull here it is. And I think it's yeah. one of those recognisable names that even a straight man in his 50s will chuckle when they see that on, a, on like an article. Go, yeah. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's like one of those names that everybody can like have an association with. So sure. I knew that was going to be it. And at that time, I didn't think I'd actually fully get into it. I thought it was just going to be a bit of fun tarting around my living room with my friends and then lo and behold, I got into full drag and I was like so excited. I went, let's go out. So we got in my Fiat Punto, drove straight into London and hit up J.Y. Lake because I was feeling the fantasy so much. I just wanted to twirl in the clubs. I didn't need drink. I needed a Red Bull and I was good to go. So it literally just felt right from the second you did it, from when you discovered the name till you put the clobber on. You, did you instantly just feel like this is fucking me? Yeah, I I just yeah. knew it was that like epiphany moment, that realization yeah. that you're like, well, why is it taking me this long? Like I'm seeing like 14 year olds, 13 year olds getting into drag now that by mm. the time they're old enough to start performing in clubs, they're going to be professionals. Whereas yeah. me at 22, I was thrust into it. I was like, diva, let's get to work. You've got a lot yeah. of <laughs> catching up to do. <laughs> That's it. But then do you think... 
that the shows like Drag Race, them being popular in the UK, that has like made drag more mainstream. Like I suppose like when you were younger, did it ever feel like it was an option? No, because I I was always around drag. You'd see like right. Lily Savage and Dame Edna of on your course. TVs. And then UK, see, like, UK OGs. 100%. I mean, Dame Edna's in Australia, so I'm not sure if we could class her as a UK OG. She, she's within the empire. Let's Hello, my possums. <laughs> oh, I love her. But like you, you have your pantomime dames. And yeah. then you had like your your baggers, which is like the 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 girls that were singing in the in the pubs and the clubs. Like that was what drag was at that time. There was no lip syncing, really. There was no like contemporary pop diva approach. Like so, I never thought drag was going to be for me because again, I'm not a singer. And yeah. um, it wasn't until watching Drag Race that I went, "Oh my god, you could do this!" Like yeah. it was just such like an eye-opening experience and then all of a sudden it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the UK and I remember going to heaven in London every Thursday just to see the the Rue girls performing and then see Bagger and Mary Mack on the the stage and then I'd go to the clubs like the Black Cab and the RVT Mm -hmm. and watch shows of all the UK queens and lo and behold it just blew up and I was like cool Let's get to work. So before you, <laughs> before you know, I, I was quite lucky that my coming up in the drag scene was at the time when it was getting really popular. Like season yeah. eight, season nine, season ten of Drag Race was where it was like blowing up. Like yeah. season season six, I remember for me was the one that really influenced me whilst I was at university, and yeah. it just was crazy when I started then working with these queens and then hosting the shows to the point where they were going, I remember Alyssa Edwards doing a show with me and going, Miss Cheryl, if you ever get the chance to be on the UK Drag Race, you're going to be on it. And I was like, really? (laughs) Really? Because I'm one of those like self-deprecating divas that I'll always be like, nah, I mean, I'll put it out there into the world, but like, I'm quite happy just hustling, doing my thing. But You've always got to do it. You've always got to put your best foot forward because you never know. And somehow I got on. But you know, like, I really think, and yes, I love pe- I love women with confidence, I love fellas with confidence. I think it's such an attractive quality. But like, I do, I do get, a, I do like people who are humble. And I think we appreciate modesty and self-depreciating and all the rest of it. And it's obviously part of why you're so endearing, mate. It really is. Oh, um, thank so ne- you. Like, never lose that. Like, it's so lovely chatting to you and knowing like you're smashing your game and like you're probably admired by so many people. And you are like, so many young people probably looking up to you and thinking, she's giving me confidence, like, I can do that. I can achieve what I want. I can be that person, realising my dreams and stuff. And the fact that you're still so humble is just really nice. It's a proper pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank you, Gorge. I just think you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. Like, you've mm. just you've just got to ride the waves for as long as it's there and just be mm. so appreciative. Like, I'm so appreciative that you wanted me on your podcast. Like, little old, little old me, you've had some hard hits. You've had Eamon Holmes on here and you've got little old <laughs> me. Like, darling. So, right, we're talking podcasts. We may as well talk about yours as well, Cheryl. Yours is called Girl Group Gossip. Tell me everything. Darling, right. 
I think everybody around the world can hear the sirens of me talking about girl groups because it is my <laughs> biggest passion in life. Like yes. those those are the ones that have influenced me so, so much throughout yeah. everything that I've done. Like growing up, my work, my craft, like it has been influenced by these female icons that it's made me the queen I am today. And yeah. I have such an extensive knowledge. Like, I could tell you what girls allowed war on top of the pops 2005 for long, hot summer. Like, oh, she's a super fan. Like, Yours, yeah, intense. I know. So, like, I, I want to share that wisdom. So, on my podcast, I love to talk all things girl groups, but it's not mm-hmm. just about pop girl groups. We discuss mm-hmm. everything in between. So, we're talking about a group of girls, whether it be like Dream Girls, the musical, or we're talking yeah. about the cast of Desperate housewives like that's a group of girls so like i love that the title's very open but it's also like your podcast just a bit of fun it's nothing serious and so it should be like i think my podcast was obviously born like during the pandemic um and you know there's so much confusion and fear and loss and grief in the world like it was actually a real like in a selfish sense, it was really nice for me to have that escape to for a couple, you know, for a couple hours every week, talk to someone interesting and talk to someone new and forget how much you are missing your mom and, and potentially forget how scared you were about your job security, you know? And mm-hmm. when it started going out, more people started talking to us and sending us messages and saying like, I laughed nonstop or like, you made me forget what I was going through. And it's so lovely to, to know that you're providing that escape for people. Totally. And that is exactly what your podcast does, Cheryl. Oh, do you know what? I am so grateful that people have tuned in and listened because whilst whilst it's so amazing that we've had some iconic guests on the podcast, like we've had Molly King for the Saturdays, we've had oh, Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt from the Postercat Dolls, like we've had Keisha from the Sugar Babes. She spilled all the tea about the Sugar Babes. Like, did she? Oh, mate, right, hang on. Let's rewind because I did coach trip with a Mel and I asked her loads of questions and she wouldn't tell us now. She was so, so tight lipped. So give me the goss. Come on. Sugar Babes was what looked like it was like drama central, wasn't it? Well, babes, they, they ended very abruptly. Like, <laughs> She turned up to LA and they went, yeah, you've been replaced. No, that's savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. (laughs) Honestly, honestly. But do you know what? It's not like, whilst it's girl group gossip, we're not here to gossip and get the dirt. We just want to have fun and just have a laugh. Like we do a quick fire round where we talk all things like ridiculous. Like who's the loudest singer on the toilet? Who's the last one on the tour bus? (laughs) Who's always got their, their hands on the rider first? Like, it's just fun, silly things that we just want to want to know. Like, we don't want to know. So what was your hardest moment being in the band? Like, we're all about positive vibes only. We're not about the negative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bit of a laugh, a bit of escapism, and just a reason to make people smile, which after the year we've had Cheryl made is what I think we could all do with a little bit more of. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, she is. Right. I'm going to um, sw- segue straight in. Can you say you're segueing and then do it? Can that be a segue? I'm going for it anyway. Obviously, 
the streets of Essex have helped be your inspiration. For Truly. <laughs> I'm currently um, an Essex girl myself, have been for the last couple of years, and I love it down here, mate, and I'm a huge Towie fan. How was your appearance? Did you love it? Like, I feel like that's a bucket list thing to tick off as an Essex girl. Do you know what? The first thing I did when I came off filming Drag Race, I went, am I going to get on Towie now? <laughs> Like Megan McKenna did X on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Megan McKenna did X on the beach. Lo and behold, she was cast. I was like, is this my segue into being a cast member on Towie? Like, and it was one of those things like everybody's no, like Towie and Geordie Shaw are like the the flagship reality TV shows. Like they really kicked it off. And of course. Everybody is always going to remember, like, Towie, the Vajazzles, Amy's red mm. hair. Like, that yeah. That was, like, the thing. So, to be yeah. doing a scene and having Amy Childs and Harry sort of, like, fangirling over having me there, I was like, what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> like, You've made it. You've officially made it. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun, but it just felt right. Like, yeah. it felt right to be there, just having fun having a gossip, having a chin wag. And like, look, if they ask me to come back, I'll I'll drop everything to go back because I I loved it. I had so had much fun. Ball. But I think Essex is like what I love so much about Essex is it's glamorous. It's and like you know it, you can you can say what you want. This is my this is my opinion of it. It's glamorous, it's fun. People love to get dressed up. It's a little bit camp. You know, and I just think the whole episode, Harry's birthday episode, I thought it was brilliant. I actually did. You were. I mean, you did a bit of, you, you did a bit of damage, didn't you, Pet? Like, you could have nicked a fella there if you wanted to. Right. Like you weren't short of attention, <laughs> Pet. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. I'm not going to lie to you, that Harry, like straight Harry, he didn't know what was coming, but <laughs> I'm a taken lady, I'm I'm a committed diva, yeah. but I'm mm. sure I'll be giving a whole pass. 
oh yeah, for that lovely bit of kit, definitely. And I'd, 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 I'd take it and run. <laughs> Honestly, the guy, the fellas on Terry were so impressed by your curves and that, and I can't blame them. They're only human. But do you get a lot of that? You know, like attention from straight fellas? No. <laughs> no. Not, no. Honestly. That's like, a madness. Like, in, in in my heyday, there'd be some guys that would be interested in little old Chessy, but <laughs> all, all for the wrong reasons. And I was just like, no, I'm not here for this. I, I, yeah. struggled, I struggled a lot with, like, my self-image out of drag. Mm. And I, I never yeah. thought I was, like, attractive or whatnot. And it wasn't until my fiancé literally was just like, hey, <laughs> I got drunk. At a show, yeah. and we yeah. he decided to drive to the gig. So like after the gig was done, me and Shay Coulee were having a couple shots, and we were just having a camp old time. And then mm. you you know when you either get sloppy drunk, uh, happy drunk, or emotional drunk, or angry drunk. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I've, I've know them all very well. Yeah, Cheryl, yeah. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the clips. <laughs> Fucking everyone else, mate, unfortunately. Shall we flash back to 2010? <laughs> no, we oh, don't God, want to go back no. there. We God, don't want no. to go back there. 17-year-old me with bright blonde hair. No, I'm all right. <laughs> what about me with yellow hair? Nobody needs to say that again. Jesus. Oh, babes. We've, we've all had a sordid past, but it's fine. Anyway, where were we? I, I do this all the time. I go off on a tangent. Right, drunk. <laughs> I was soppy yeah. drunk. And we were driving back. We were in Canterbury, driving back to Essex. And I was just like, do you know what? I'm so grateful. You're my best friend. We do everything yeah. together. We work together. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And then, like, at this stage, we were, like, pecking each other on the lips to, like, say goodbye. Like, okay. it was like... Do we, don't we? And then, lo and behold... Testing the waters yeah. a little bit, yes. And he will... Any, Vicky, any opportunity he gets, he will tell you that he asked me out on the first... Because we met at my first ever gig. He was dancing right? in his underwear as a go-go dancer. And... Ooh. Oh, trust me, I was like, that little tush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was love at first sight. Oh, but babes, I literally was like, he asked me out. He was like, do you want to go for like a drink or do you want to go like get some food? And I was like, oh, like, uh, no, I'm sorry. Like, like friends, like I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was, I was so them. insecure at the time. Oh, I was yeah. like, I got, what? No. So I just put my guard up and I was like, nah. Mm. But that night I got very drunk. Uh, on Patron, and lo and behold, we kissed, and then seven months later, we were engaged. Ah, congratulations! I hope everybody's ready for the wedding of the, the year! Honest, tell me everything. Like, have you made any plans? Like, have you set a proper date? Like, I need... And is it, oh, it's going to be fabulous. I know that much. So, we got engaged, and then two months later like we were broke i was earning like 20 quid a gig and he was he was an assistant manager at dr bart is basically funding me <laughs> so he, sugar daddy style <laughs> literally so he he was like oh let's let's not like make plans yet because obviously weddings are bloody expensive like no, you know so i've um, nearly had two i should fuck with that <laughs> but we we were like look and then the casting for Drag Race got announced. Yeah. And then I got on Drag Race. Yeah. And then the it all blows up. Yeah. And then you hit the ground running and you're touring and you're working every single day. So we were like, 
When are we and going everything to else kind of gets put on the back burner. And then what did happen? Miss Panny Dem happened. Yeah. So oh, we sat there shit. and we went... Yasha comes to ruin the day. Well, she didn't. She actually gave us time to start planning. Oh, yes. Okay. Brilliant, mate. So have you got a jump start on it now then? So uh, touch wood, we're, we're hoping to do it this September. So, <laughs> so uh, hopefully it will go ahead. We've sent the invites out because we didn't start sending the invites out until last week because we were like, let's. Let's hold out. Let's see how everything plans out because we don't want the people that have to backtrack and go, actually, it's not happening. Because we've had so many people have their weddings cancelled, postponed, cancelled, postponed, that we're just like, let's just see. But we've gone balls to the walls. We went for a tasting the other day. Everybody's going to eat like kings. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? That part, that the whole part of that must be so exciting. Like, I know I joke, I've been engaged twice, but I've never quite got into the real bone, the real meat of planning a wedding but yeah I really want to do that whole like cake tasting thing like choosing your napkins have you absolutely loved it or has you have you found anything stressful I mean Hayden will tell you like I've not really been much help I go yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> because like I, I'm I'm such like a placid person like I'm just like happy mm. to be there like if there was mm. 10 people in the room and we had a McDonald's I'd be happy I'd be like give me the chicken nuggets so like <laughs> I'm easily pleased, but like, I think I'm such a people pleaser. I just want to make sure that everybody's yeah. happy. So yeah. as long as he's happy, I'm so happy. Is he, so is Hayden the one who's taking control of the wedding? Is he taking charge? Is he driving it forward? Is he the more, I don't want to say the, like the princess, but is he being a, a bit, is he being a bit fancy? I mean, he's going to listen to this back. And if I call him a princess, he's going to kill me. <laughs> No, he's oh. he knows what he wants. Like sometimes he's like, oh, "Come on, like yeah, give yeah. me some input," and I'm like, "I like that," and he's like, oh, <laughs> "I need more than that." Come on. <laughs> it sounds like uh, it sounds like Hayden's like me, and you're more like Erkan. Like Erkan is super chilled; will just go along with anything. But I'm really assertive and know exactly what I want. And you know, I think you need one of each in a relationship: the yin and the yang. See. It's so funny, out of this wedding, I'm like the, like everything's got to be perfect. And he's the one that's like the puppeteer like behind going, well, maybe we could do it like this. Like, like he, he's like the calm one and I'm the the hyperactive one. But in the wedding, we're like, I'm like, let's just, let's roll with it. Let's just see what happens. You've swapped roles. Oh, I like that. Well, as long as you're as long as you're getting there, I'm over the moon for you because you're right. There's been so many weddings postponed and cancelled and all the rest of it. But I've got everything crossed. September is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be class. It's gonna be class. Oh, thank you, Gorge. Right before I let you go, I do need I do need you to clear something up for us. Over the last couple of years, the term diva has received like quite a bad rep. And it's also, it's always thrown around when women are late or people are like super demanding, you know what I mean? But I feel like to me, a diva is just a fucking strong, sassy woman who knows what she wants and hustles and isn't afraid to get it. What's your definition of a diva? Well, I don't even need to tell you because you've hit the nail on the head. Like I fucking stole your thunder. Honest, no. no, no, you never stole my thunder. You've stolen my lightning. <laughs> no, I kid Stormy you not. Stole lanes, you can. <laughs> oh, are we going off script? 
<laughs> no, honestly, so there's there's two types of diva. You've got the diva. It's all it's all in the inflection, like, it's like the diva. Okay. That's like yeah. the one that you should steer clear. The Mariah Carey's, the okay. ones that you're like, okay. darling, you don't need to be having a rotisserie chicken and a pot of hummus on your dressing room rider. You're here to do two n- numbers in a nightclub, and then and then you've got the diva that like embodies everything that is fabulous, fun. And just exuberates fun, positivity, and light in the world. Like that is the diva. Yeah. That is the shrine. You are holding yourself like the queen you are. So that's when you're like a diva. So oh. we're we're all about that. But the, yeah. the thing is, it's like people need to know the difference. So like, mm-hmm. there's being a diva, and then there's being a professional diva. Right then. Well, you need. So here on Vicky Parts and the Secret Two, we love to get our fantastic guests to impart a couple pearls of wisdom for our listeners. We like to have a laugh, but we like to give our audience a bit of a takeaway as well. So, what is your secret to being a professional diva, Cheryl? Do you know what? These are things that people ask me all the time. They're like, "What? What's some advice if I'm starting out in drag?" Firstly. Be on time. If you're given a time to be there, be there. Because when I when I worked at TGR Fridays in my heyday, they they instilled this in me from the jump. So it's to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. To be late mm-hmm. is unacceptable. So just, if you live by that, that will take you far. Yeah. But also in this world, in this entertainment industry, you never know when that person that's a runner on that TV show is going to be yeah. a producer on the next show you work on. So you just treat every single person you work with, everybody you encounter with kindness, because you never know when it comes and bites you on the arse. And especially in the world we live in and how quick paced everything is and how it there's like a new season and a new bunch of people if you're known for being horrible to work with and difficult Mm -hmm. you're not going to get far and just be grateful for everything you've given in life because you never know when it's going to be taken away so just be humble be gracious be nice Mm -hmm. and be on time (laughs) (laughs) do you know me it's yeah so right what you're saying i read somewhere and i don't know how true this is but you know um obviously take that hugely successful boy band back in the day but they came back and had this real like resurgence um as mm. like a man band and they almost like coined that term and i read that it was because like gary mark howard all they were so polite and kind and grateful and gracious to all the runners to all the researchers to all those people when they were this hugely successful boy band whenever 90s and those people the runners the researchers the people who'd been getting their cups of tea and they'd been saying their pleases and thank yous to when they came back were the producers were the big wigs and they remembered how they made them feel when they were just starting out isn't that a lovely story we're all here doing the same job yeah. we're all here doing the same thing and we're all here living the same life mm. So there's no hierarchy, there's no pedestal, just just be nice. Like, life's too short to not be nice. Oh, mate, do you know what a lovely note to end on? Um, and you've also completely changed my idea of what a diva is. Like, I feel like we could all do with being a bit more of a diva. You hold yourself like a diva. I saw you on Celebrity MasterChef. You are a diva, darling. <laughs> oh, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, Cheryl. Thank you so much, mate. Vicky, thank you for having me. And when we're allowed to a restaurant, let's go for dinners and drinks, darling, since we're Essex Divas. 110%, mate. Like, I'm already there. I'm already ordering. I'm, I'll see you at Sheep. <laughs>
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was... Do you know what I say, ladies and gentlemen? I'd love to know if there is any gentleman actually listen to this. Um, I'm probably just... There might be one. If, if you're listening, fellas, this is for you as well. Um, that was Cheryl Hall. What an episode. And, and do you know what? Left me thinking about so many amazing things. No matter what walk of life you're in, we can all be a bit more diva, can't we? Be on time, be respectful, be grateful, be gracious... And don't forget your fucking worth, man. Yeah, lovely message in there. So I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. And if you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson and the Secret 2, tell your pals about it. Series 4, guys. Who would have thought would be here? Fucking going nowhere. Um, leave a review, tell your mate, do all of the lovely podcasty things. I hope you have a great week. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>